You're listening to the Ambassador's Voice Podcast. Yeah. God bless you and welcome to our 10th episode of the Ambassador's Voice Podcast. I am Pastor Michael Pedroso, your host, and we are here with another fantastic message and discussion today for you, and it is by the fruit. The word says that you will know a tree by the fruit, and fruit is something that is produced. So when you're talking about the fruit, As the word is describing it, it's talking about what is being produced, what is coming forward, what is being yielded out of, in so many words, your actions, your character, what is being yielded from you, what is showing forth out of the spirit of God on the inside of you. So we're going to start in the word in Matthew chapter seven, verse 16. It says, ye shall know them by their fruits. Do men gather grapes of thorns or figs of thistles? Even so, every good tree bringeth forth good fruit, but a corrupt tree bringeth forth evil fruit. A good tree cannot bring forth evil fruit, neither can a corrupt tree bring forth good fruit. Every tree that bringeth not forth good fruit is hewn down. And cast into the fire. Wherefore by their fruits. Ye shall know them. So what the word of God is telling us that. What we produce. Is how we will know. Our brothers and sisters in Christ. What we produce. In our character. Our conversation. The way that we handle situations. Our actions. When it talks about a corrupt tree. The word corrupt means to alter from the original. As a believer in Christ, the original to me is Jesus. So if we're altering from the original tree, which is Jesus, the fruit that he bore, then we're not bearing the same fruit if we are part of a corrupt tree. As a believer in Christ, we cannot be lacking in our integrity We cannot be dishonest as a believer in Christ because that is not showing forth the fruit and the righteousness of Jesus Christ. So you say, what kind of fruit am I talking about that we must produce or what we must bring forth as a believer in Christ? Let's go to Galatians chapter five, verse 22. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, longsuffering, gentleness goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, against such there is no law. And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lusts. If we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit. Let us not be desirous of vainglory, provoking one another, envying one another. This is what we're talking about today, the fruit, by the fruit. And the first fruit that we're going to talk about, as it just said in Galatians chapter 5, verse 22, the first fruit that it brought up was love. This is one of the characteristics that we have to display as a believer, as a Christian in Christ. To be Christ-like is love. 
we must walk in love because the Bible tells us that we can have everything else, but without love, it profits us nothing. As we normally do, we're going to go over a few types of love. The first one is affectionate love. Affectionate love is without romantic attraction and occurs between friends or family members. It occurs when both people share the same values and respect each other. It's commonly referred to as brotherly love. Example, your mind articulates which friends are on the same wavelength as you and who you can trust. And how do you know that this love is being displayed, this type of love, this type of affectionate love is being displayed? You engage in deep conversation with a friend. Be open and trustworthy. And you are supportive in hard times. Listen, the word of God tells us that they will know that you are my disciples by the love that you have for one another. And when we have that brother or that sister in Christ that we can go into a deep conversation in the word that we can trust by disclosing information to them that we may not disclose to someone else for them to be able to pray for us or pray with us. Pray along with us when they pray at night or in the morning or whenever they pray that we can trust them with information, private information that we are giving them and disclosing to them that they can take it before God and that they know that it won't be heard around the church or it won't be heard out in the streets about what they have going on in their own life. Having love, true love, the true love of Jesus Christ is selfless and it will cause you to do for your brother or your sister and not even think twice about it you're supporting your brother or your sister in whatever endeavors that they may be doing for the kingdom of god and even if they're going through a hardship or they're struggling in a situation in their life in their christian walk we are there to support them that's showing forth true love. That's showing forth real genuine love to a brother or a sister in Christ. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 10, verse 12, that hatred stirreth up strifes, but love covereth all sins. When you see your brother and your sister in error, you're not going to go behind their back and talk about them and say they're doing this and say they're doing that and they out of God and this and that. But what you will do is go to that brother because the Bible tells us to be helpers one to another. So you're going to go to that brother or that sister and see what the need is. Just as God have done for us, he said that he know what we have need of before we would even ask. So with us having the spirit of God and being led by the spirit of God, as it told us in Galatians to walk in the spirit, when we're walking in the spirit of God, we're being led by the spirit of God and we will be able to go forth to see the need that that brother or sister have. So you may say, what is love got to do with it? Because I'm only going to show love to those who show love toward me. But that's not what God told us, especially when the word tells us to love our neighbors as ourselves. We say, why is love? so important to God in first Corinthians chapter 13 verse 13 it says now abideth faith hope charity these three 
but the greatest of these is charity and what is charity charity is a kindly and lenient attitude towards people in so many words or another word for charity is brotherly love which is also what we were just talking about with affectionate love it is brotherly love so that type of love that we display you're kind you're lenient, you're gentle to your brother or sister, to whoever it may be, not just your brothers and sisters in Christ, even though the word tells us to be exceedingly kind to those of the household of faith. We also have to display forth love when we're dealing with people who are not saved, who don't know Christ, because Jesus told us in his word that with loving kindness, have I drawn thee the same way that God drew us by love, by the word being preached to us, by the word of God being taught to us is the same way that he would use us to draw others by love and kindness. Why is this so important to God? Because love is the first fruit of the spirit. And he says in Matthew chapter 22, verse 36, it says, Master, which is the greatest commandment in the law. Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. On these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. Is very important to Christ because he tells us in his word, how can we love Christ who we don't see and hate our brother who we do see? This goes very deep. Love is an action word. It's not just lip service. It's not just putting something out there for people to hear what you're saying, but then you never put any action behind it. Love is also an action word. So the love of God must be shown through us as believers in Christ. Why? Because God is love. Now, another form of love that we have is self-love. Self-love is a healthy form of love where you recognize your self-worth and don't ignore your personal needs. Self-love begins in acknowledging your responsibility for your well-being it's challenging to exemplify the outbound types of love because you can't offer what you don't have. How do you display this? By creating an environment that nurtures or nurtures your well-being. Taking care of yourself like a parent would take care of a child. Spend time around people who support you. On the flip side of self-love, Self-love can also be a form of pride where it can cause you to be selfish and you don't think about nobody else but yourself. As a believer in Christ, we have to be able to show forth true love, the true God love, because there are people out there that we may come across that do not understand real genuine love, but just because of a type of environment they may have grown up in. They think that that is love when it can be something else and something else dangerous or detrimental to their mental state and to their own health. This is why the love of God draws them in because it is so gentle. It is so kind. It is so sweet. 
it gives off a sense of you care and you're not thinking so much about yourself but you're thinking about the individual you're thinking about another person you're thinking about someone else's well-being when you can actually be off or it would make the person feel like why do they care so much about me when they could be off doing their own thing and not even worrying about me but they're giving their time and their if you want to say energy they're giving their space to me and that's showing forth love that people may not understand sometimes people don't even know how to receive true genuine love because it's never been given to them before this is why having the holy ghost is important And this is why walking in the spirit of God is important. This is why the love is the first fruit of the spirit, because you can have everything else. But if you don't show forth the true love of Jesus Christ, it will profit you nothing. You can speak in tongues. You can have the most powerful man of God or woman of God. But if you don't have love in your heart, if you don't have the love of God in you, it profits you nothing. As a matter of fact, don't take my word for it. Let's go over to 1 Corinthians chapter 13, starting at verse 1. It says, Though I speak with tongues of men and of angels and have not charity. And again, if you remember, charity is brotherly love. If I speak with tongues of men and of angels and have not charity, I am become as sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal and though i have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge and though i have all faith so that i could remove mountains and have not charity i am nothing and though i bestow all my goods to feed the poor and though i give my body to be burned And have not charity, it profiteth me nothing. Now, this is powerful because you talk about putting people on display when you're talking about someone being able to speak in tongues or someone being able to prophesy and understand the mysteries of God and have all knowledge and be able to walk in faith. But if you don't have love, if you don't have charity, if you don't have brotherly love, kindness it profits you nothing verse 4 says charity suffereth long and is kind charity envieth not charity vaunteth not itself is not puffed up doth not behave itself unseemly seeketh not her own is not easily provoked thinketh no evil rejoiceth not in iniquity but rejoiceth in the truth beareth all things believeth all things hopeth all things endureth all things charity never faileth but whether there be prophecies they shall fail whether there be tongues they shall cease whether there be knowledge it shall vanish away My goodness, I hope that just jumped out at you like it did me when it says that love never fails, charity never faileth, which means God never fails because God is love. But if there's prophecies, whether there be prophecies, 
they will fail. And whether there be tongues, they will cease. Whether there be knowledge, it shall vanish away. Without God, these things will not prosper, will not come forth without God. Because God is love. Now, you may say, what type of love is this that God has? It is selfless love. Agape love. Selfless love is the highest level of love to offer. It's given without any expectations of receiving anything in return. Offering selfless love or agape love is a decision to spread love in any circumstances, including destructive situations. Agape love is not a physical act. It's a feeling or you're led by the spirit of God. But acts of self-love can elicit agape love since self-monitoring leads to results. So when you check in yourself, seeing if you walking in the Holy Ghost, seeing if you walking in the spirit of God, then it will yield a great response of the love of God because you're not thinking about yourself. You're thinking about others. Having the Holy Ghost creates a purpose bigger than yourself. It unctions or teaches you to walk in love and kindness towards others. You're saying, how do you display this? You dedicate your life to improving the lives of others. Stay conscious of your actions and offer your time and love to someone in need. Now, when we go back up to verse four and five of first Corinthians chapter 13, charity vaunteth not itself, which basically means that it does not boast of itself or you won't boast about yourself or have an extravagant self praise going on about yourself. But you would be humble and you would talk and give God praise and lift him up rather than lifting yourself up. It's not puffed up. So puffed up also is another way of saying that you're arrogant. You got a big head. You you thinking highly of yourself. And God tells us not to think highly of ourselves. He says if we exalt ourselves, then we will be abased. So if we stay in a, a low place, then God will exalt us in due time. We don't act funny with our brothers and sisters or people that we know that's acting unseemingly. We're not easily provoked. We don't think evil of our brothers and our sisters in Christ. We should not walk this way as believers in Christ because why? In Romans chapter 12, starting at verse 9, it says, Let love be without dissimulation. Abhor that which is evil. Cleave to that which is good. So that means that our love, the love of God that we have in our heart, it can't be with hypocrisy. We can't be a hypocrite about how we feel about somebody. Or how we feel in showing forth the love towards someone. Because that's what dissimulation is. It's basically hypocrisy. You're putting forth something that's not really true. And putting showing forth a, a, a fakeness about yourself. 
that you really care about somebody or that you really love or you're really being genuine and true to this person. He says in verse 10, be kindly affectioned one to another with brotherly love and honor, preferring one another, not slothful in business, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord, rejoicing in hope, patient in tribulation, continuing instant in prayer, distributing to the necessity of saints given to hospitality. Bless them which persecute you. Bless and curse not. Rejoice with them that do rejoice and weep with them that weep. Be of the same mind one toward another. Mind not high things, but condescend to men of low estate. Be not wise in your own conceits. Recompense to no man evil for evil. Provide things honest in the sight of all men. So as we see walking in God, which is love, walking in the love of God does not allow room for us to carry on in our flesh. It does not allow space for us to act up and treat people any kind of way and mistreat people and say what we feel like we want to say to anybody because that's not walking in the love of God when we're just being mean and spiteful. That's the opposite of being kind. And we have one more scripture that we want to go over today, which is first John chapter four, verse seven through 12. Beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God, and every one that loveth is born of God, and knoweth God. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. In this was manifested the love of God toward us, because that God sent his only begotten Son into the world, that we might live through him. Herein is love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we ought also to love one another. No man hath seen God at any time. If we love one another, God dwelleth in us. And his love is perfected in us. I think that sums up just about everything that we have been talking about on love. God is love and he requires us to walk in him in the love of Christ to show him forth towards other people. Because when the love of God is manifested or when love is manifested, God is showing forth two people in us i think that last verse says it all that if we love one another god dwelleth in us and his love is perfected in us i know that sometimes walking in love is something that's hard for us to do when we feel like someone is mistreating us and just doing us as we feel is wrong but when we begin to walk in christ and walk in the love of god 
we never know how God may move in that situation for even if this person is not saved, that God would reach out and save their soul because of how we reacted or how we responded. So until next time, be blessed in Jesus name. I would like to thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it on your social media. To catch all of the latest from the Ambassador's Voice podcast, you can follow us on Instagram at Ambassador's Voice, one word. Leave a comment or question at ambassadorsvoice549 at gmail.com or listen wherever you hear your podcast. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time on the Ambassador's Voice podcast. Be blessed.